Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only Puckle Podcast. Welcome to the Puckle Podcast, in episode 260. I am your host, Trainer Thatcher, today with my wonderful co-hosts, Lloyd Jashiro and Professor Snag. And we are here bringing you, it's 260, that's pretty big. Uh, that's a huge number, 260. Uh, that's the number of episodes we've made of Puckle, and it is the last episode of Generation 6. Woo! Bum bum. Holy bum, cow. Bum. It is exciting uh, So we, sad. Yeah. It's exciting and sad. So that's what we're talking about today. We're just going to be talking about Pokemon Generation 6, how that's going down. Uh, but is this yeah. is this the gen- this must have been the generation with the most episodes we've done, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. More than half. Yeah. Uh, I think we started at I think Generation 6 was released on in episode 115. So oh, wow. that makes it 145 episodes of Puckle during Generation 6. So that's not including like, like an epic season finale. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, this is, so you, wait, I mean, did, do it again and say this is the season finale <laughs> of Puckle. <laughs> and do, stay tuned next week for the new season. <laughs> it's the new season of Puckle. Um, so uh, we are going to go ahead and then ask you guys what we ask you every week. What have you been up to in Pokemon lately? Well, I have to admit, not much. It's been quite an exciting week, and unfortunately not very Pokemon Pokemon related. Uh, just playing PlayStation VR a lot because reality is weird, um, <laughs> and it's awesome. So I recommend that. So I'll leave it to Snag to tell what he has been doing. Uh, for me, uh, doesn't feel since like the last whole... time you've been on the show. Since you've been on the show last time, I think that should be clear. The, oh, that sure. way you've got lots of things to talk about. <laughs> yeah, and anything else you want to include since the oh, last time you've been on the show? No, just the demos, and I got, ooh, I got uh, Volcanion on the 3DS. Ooh. Uh, on oh, nice. The game. And did you get your, how about your, your Genesect, did you get that yet? No, not yet. I have to get that soon. Now I think the only one that I'm missing is Gen- Gen- Genesect, it's the only one, and, and I'll finally have all the non, uh, the, all the mythicals for the first time nice. ever. Nice. Really? So, you have Meloetta yes. already? 
Uh, yeah, so I've had Meloetta for a while oh, now. Okay. Um, well, there we go. The, the only one, the only two that I that have been missing since forever is uh, Manaphy. I've mm-hmm. I've not been able to get a Manaphy until I think it was you Thatch that traded one. Uh, so I've never had one, and finally I was able to get one this year. And then mm-hmm. Genesec was the other one that I'm missing, and I'll have all the mythicals. It's exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, definitely. Manaphy is a really tricky one to get. But, yes, it was. Um, but uh, for me, I've been uh, it's been a while since I've been on the show, but uh, most recently I've been, been doing a bit of Pokemon Go, uh, trying to take advantage of the increased spawns and the increased uh, item drops that were going on last week. And then I also went back into the demo and played it again. I played it uh, straight through right away, and then I didn't touch it until just a couple days ago. So, you, so I mean, there was no reason to unless you care about, like, items. It was it was so disappointing. They had all these like time events that I thought they could have like done something cool with, but then they didn't do anything cool with them. So I'm a dummy bear because yes, I've been playing Pokemon Go all week. So yes, I've been doing that Pokemon related. <laughs> I was yeah. able to yeah. finally catch Tauros, which I didn't have, and I was able to evolve so many Pokemon that I didn't have. I think I was able to up my Pokedex like for twenty entries. It was great. Oh wow. That's awesome. That's what happens when you don't play for about three months or two months. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And suddenly you have uh, a lot to catch up to. Yeah. Um, uh, well, on Friday night, I, I took Snake Arena uh, out to a very hot place to get Pokemon items and uh, where just a lot of people play Pokemon Go. And I was like, great, we'll go out here. Well, there'll be increased spawns. Maybe we'll get something rare because of the event going on. It ended, the event ended Friday afternoon. So by the time we got up there, it was uh, Pokestops ah. dropping three items at a time, and it was just oh, regular sucks. Pokemon. Yeah, but so so that happened. Yeah, that's not very fun. But then then we get home, and uh, Snaggerine is in bed already. Uh, but literally in our backyard, a Blastoise popped up. Oh, <laughs> so so oh, I wow. caught that and. Yeah, I was like, okay, I, I can I can dig it. I wasn't able to get thing on my my trip, but I wasn't able to get a Blastoise in my backyard, so. Mm-hmm. that's good that's awesome yeah no that's that's awesome as for me oh man pokemon wise i don't know that i've been doing too much i want to i wanted to stream this weekend but then i'm just like gen 6 or gen 7 starts next week i don't really want to play gen 6 yeah, battles i'm in the same uh, <laughs> and so <laughs> uh i spent that time doing a lot of other things um i've been doing a lot more puckle stuff than pokemon stuff lately uh, mm-hmm. Same here. I mean, I'm getting super. I have, been, I've been puckling a lot as well lately. Yeah, you have been. Oh my gosh, it's not. Yeah, no, you've been puckling a lot. Um, and so we, yeah. So this, uh, this, I've been working on the Patreon stuff. That's all going to be sent out. Uh, hopefully tomorrow. Uh, I've got like envelopes and like shipping labels all over my office right now. Um, they're just everywhere. Everybody, everybody's getting everything. Uh, uh, also, after doing that, I've realized that we need to change the Patreon tiers. Uh, so, um, everybody, if you are a patron, don't don't worry. Uh, it, things aren't going to be bad. Uh, we're just going to need to shift things around because a lot of you are actually international, which is super awesome. It's very, but humbling. it means that shipping is super. Yeah, it's very humbling, and shipping is super unreasonable right now. Um, so I'm actually going to probably open up a chat with you guys and see what you would want at these tiers instead. Um, so that we can make it reasonable for both of us, uh, because I, 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 we appreciate your support 100%. Um, also we've had a lot of people recently donate just a dollar and I am very grateful for them. Mm -hmm. Um, if anybody who donates a dollar, 
you are helping us out significantly. Like, don't think that not donating doesn't help. Uh, please, please do that. Uh, but yeah, I've been doing that. I, I'm working on a couple of show ideas. I'm getting ready for the live show next week, if you haven't already heard, uh, next week. Uh, Saturday, November 19th, the day after Sun and Moon comes out at 2 p.m. Yeah. Eastern. We are going to be doing... We're going to be doing uh, our first impressions of the game. We'll probably be playing through it. Uh, we did this first for X and Y, and we did it again for Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, and both times we had a blast. Yep. I'm so super we're hoping excited to, do it again. to be uh, involved in that. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, these these these, games, these are a lot of fun. Um, if you want to know what they're like, you can go listen to 115. Uh, that's the X and Y episode. I think that one is uh, is a great example of what you're about to listen to. On, and everyone, uh, you can come listen to it live. Right? Yep, everybody's invited. This, this one's just not patrons. This one is for everybody. You can come. We'll have it on the chat box. You guys can come and hang out with us, and it'll be fantastic. And next this month's gonna. Yeah, go ahead, Snake. Just uh, my first game release since being a Puckalonian, so that's pretty cool. Okay, yeah, that is really cool. Um, so yeah, get ready for that. It's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. I, I'm super excited to be able to do this with with everybody uh, that can do it, and I'm super excited to. Uh, games in general like <laughs> pokemon's on the moon drop uh very very soon in my lifetime so uh th- so i need to make sure i fix my audio settings uh thank you did you show <laughs> no problem <laughs> i do so good thing it was you on today when we had that and we had that mess but yeah so we're gonna move on then guys to uh the news so let's cue the epic music <laughs> And we're back, guys. So we've got a lot of news here. Uh, Well, not a lot. I would say this is the calm before the storm. (laughs) Exactly the opposite of what I just said. Uh, We got we got a couple small things. First, uh, Pokemon Go updated finally with the uh, daily bonuses that Jushiro and Snag were talking about in the intro. Uh, So these allow you to get more experience faster. They're trying. I think they're trying to ride that wave of like that event they had going on Mm -hmm. uh, during. So it's really nice because you get extra, extra experience just for like playing the game every day. It's a daily check-in yeah. bonus, which is really cool. Yeah, it definitely uh, brought me uh, back. You guys have done it more. Yeah. yeah <laughs> ride that wave right into sun and moon. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, even that. Yeah. Uh, uh, continuing, uh, the only other big news that happened this week, actually, um, was the Koro Koro drop uh, that happened, or leak, whatever you want to call it. Uh, there's a few pages, and what we actually get to see is a few more of the Ultra Beasts. Yeah. Um, we've got a couple more Ultra Beasts here, which is just nuts. We have, uh, let me see, I think it's UBO3, which looks like an origami sword guy. UBO4 or UBO5, I don't know. They have a lot of numbers in there, and it's really confusing. Yeah. There's a lot of Ultra Beasts going on in there, if you're really interested. Um, yeah, UBO5 Gluttony, he's like this little crab guy. Um, you got uh, UBO4s. I think it, I think the UBO3 and the UBO4 are version exclusives. Again, just like uh, UBO2, you have version exclusives. Oh, really? So, mm-hmm. so yeah. It, it, well, there's yeah, there's a lot of Ultra Beasts going on. Um, it was also revealed that all of the starters get their own unique Z moves, which is exciting. really cool. Yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. That's going to be pretty cool. I'm I'm excited to see that because. Uh, <laughs> That, that's something that wasn't revealed like very heavily in the data mine either. So that's yeah. pretty cool to know. I'm curious as to how many uh, Z 
like Z moves and Z crystals, it'll be total because there's going to be one for each type as well as a bunch of individual ones too. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell you, but I don't want to spoil it for you. No, All no right. spoilers! <laughs> no yet. spoilers here at the Puckle Podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, the other the other small thing, which I think is going to be a little bit fun to talk about, because Jushira and I personally like to talk about this topic, but uh, they announced the uh, international championship uh, mm-hmm. uh, entry fee and opened up the re- pre-registration for the international tournament on December 9th. Uh, which is for the video game. I'm not sure if there's a TCG segment for it. There probably is at the same time. It is for TCG. I apologize. I'm dumb. Uh, But uh, so the international is happening in London uh, coming up on December 9th through the 11th or something like that. It's crazy. Three days long, a lot of Pokemon. You're going to be tired if you play. And you only Um, have two weeks to prepare. It's crazy. Yeah. For the VGC side, for the TCG side, not so much. Right. Yeah, for the VGC side, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be nuts, and I know a lot of people are looking to get into VGC this year. So watch out. We'll just go. I would I would suggest just streaming this because it's gonna be a lot of fun just to see what people are using, and it might give you ideas. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't even say if you've played any competitive before, I would say don't even use their ideas for more than just like a jumping off point for your own ideas. Oh yeah, this meta is gonna be so fresh that it's gonna evolve very quickly afterwards. Yeah. But uh, the entry fee right now is going to be forty pounds for masters players wow. and uh, twenty five pounds for senior and junior. Yeah, that's the that's the trend we're seeing right now with these tournaments. Now the entry fees are pretty large. I think even for the regional championship that happened in Florida recently, yeah, I think it was like a forty dollar entry fee. But you get you get a really cool like swag pack for doing it. That's what I heard. I mean, yeah. you get like an exclusive like TCG mat, which I don't I don't even play the TCG that religiously. And I am obsessed with TCG mats. I don't even know why. Mats are <laughs> like, great. play the TCG that off, like in real life at all. I play it online, and <laughs> I just have all these TCG mats. They're why? like because carpets for your cards. It's they're great. Yeah, they're carpets for my desk for some reason. I don't know why I have them. Uh, so, <laughs> this is a pretty cool desk carpet, though. That's for sure. That is true. I agree with you there. And so we we got that going on. There's there's so much cool things happening, so many cool things going on right now, and it's very exciting. Uh, but yeah, this tournament is coming up, so uh, watch it. I would just stream it because I I can't going to London to participate in this. Of course, yeah. Uh, in the middle of December, uh, I can't. Also, I don't have a passport. Fun fact: Thatch does not what? have a passport. Yeah, right. I suggest you get. How, how have I made it? Yeah, I probably <laughs> should at some point, right? That's. <laughs> That's okay. Snag doesn't either. So yeah, I don't have a passport. I've never, I've never needed one. You know, yeah. uh, I grew Me up. Neither, I grew up in the I middle of the. One. I'm surprised you don't snag. You were, you were closer to Canadian border than I was. Uh, well, uh, where, where, where I'm from originally, the uh, at least when I was growing up, the uh, regulations were probably oh, uh, that's right, sir. So like, if you lived on a bordering state, they're like, yeah, come on over. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, it's not as lax anymore. That's true. Never mind. You're you're one hundred percent correct. I remember when that happened. Uh, so yeah, I don't have I don't have a passport. I haven't. I've never needed one. I might need one in the future, but we'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> we can always send our international European correspondent, Fluffy Winsicott, into that. But <laughs> I don't know. That's still pretty far. Like that's. I <laughs> yeah. mean, that's like going a few states away. Yeah, and it's across uh, water too. So uh, yeah. Well, yeah. There, well, there's like a ferry or a tunnel yeah, or something. I think. There yeah. is. Mm-hmm. So you, you can do that. I mean, I've never been it's there personally. The fluffiest ones that can tell me. It's just time consuming. Yeah, it, it is going um, to be hard after Brexit, but not yet. We'll see what that has <laughs> in store with it. But yeah, okay. Uh, so 
so that's it really for the news. There is just not much news right now. Um, just not at all. It's just it's like really, said, really it's, sad. It's, well, not sad. It's the calm before the storm. Like, it is the shallowness of the exactly. ocean before the tsunami. It's just, it's Friday. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. By it's the time we talk to you guys away. again. Yeah, four, I mean, well, t- five technically, but yeah, four if you're well, going to be like a nut job and go at the midnight release like we will. But, well, I'm saying four if you're listening this to this comes out in Monday. Monday. Oh yeah, this does come out on Monday. <laughs> Shoot, I keep forgetting. <laughs> I forget, like, I remember and forget that sporadically. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right, you Okay. So, yeah, that's it for the news. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, patrons, uh, I'm going to be contacting you here in the near future about what we should be doing with the with some of the tiers and how we, we can restructure it just to see what you guys think. So uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, kick it on over, though, and quiz our host in Puckle's Pokey Quiz. <laughs> And welcome back, guys. We are here for Puckle's Pokey Quiz, the quiz segment where we quiz your hosts on their general Pokemon knowledge. Always, the rules are lower your browsers, gentlemen. There are no uh, no no peeking, no looking up anything allowed. Uh, you are also allowed one minute per question, and you get a hint. Um, now, if you answer, if you get five points uh, by answering all of the questions correctly and missing the bonus point. Um, you are allowed to just save that hint and get an extra point with it. That's what we determined the rule is. Okay. Um, there, so you, you can risk using it or risk not using it All if right. you want to. Um, but we're gonna we'll go ahead. I think these are very fair questions, and they're all based on Gen Six this time because we are saying a farewell to Gen Six. Woo! Awesome. Uh, now, now I just have to decide on my strategy. Should I try and get points for myself, or should I sabotage Jushiro and keep no, him don't back? Don't you dare, Mister! <laughs> if you're going to try to take me down, I'm going to take you with me. <laughs> I think that was the point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So right now, I think Jushiro is in second place. Yeah, we can't let that, Gator win again. <laughs> I think yeah he was uh he was oh my gosh I lost True. I lost my sheet um but we we'll figure it out I'll give them an actual yeah. listing at the end of the show cuz I lost my <laughs> with all everybody's points in it uh I am so sorry okay so we are going to go ahead and get to the show then here we go so we're with question number 1 1 minute to answer this gentlemen uh so here we go since generation 6 is coming to a close uh, let's take a look at the games that started this generation, Pokemon X and Pokemon Y. Uh, they were named after two letters, and the meaning of the names was revealed in an Iwata Asks video. What are the names Pokemon X and Pokemon Y based off of? Huh. That is the question. All right. So what is the reasoning for calling it X and Y? I think it was for the, it was, uh, it I have a couple- for the graft because of X, Y, and C for 3D. Yeah, that's that's what I thought as well. I'm not sure if that was the actual uh, reason or if that was just a fan theory. Um, I'm okay with that. Let's go with it. Because I know it's not. That's your final answer. It's not female and, and male distinction. It has yeah. to be X Y in a graph <laughs> because and, and then Z as well. So like yeah. three, like something about dimensions and Dimension, dimensional. Yeah. Yes, that's. And we're gonna go with that. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. That is correct. It is because it is based off the Cartesian coordinate system because this is, these are the first 3D Pokemon games. So they wanted to use X and Y. That's what they explained to Awada and Awada asks what the Cartesian or what it's based off of. So good. That's one point for you guys. Chris, yeah. Just All like right. Pokemon Sun and Moon is because right. uh, that's when they finally found out that there was such a thing as a sun and a moon. Yeah. Uh, all right. So question number two. Generation six introduced the fewest number of Pokemon in any generation to date. How many Pokemon did generation six introduce, not including Megas? 72. That's one point. 70. But if you can, if you, but if you can't <laughs> tell me how many Megas there are, you get a bonus point. Oh, okay. So the answer, there are, there are 72 new Pokemon. We know that for sure. Um, how many Megas? Oh man. But Megas... Uh, if we uh, try to guess, will, would that uh, take a point out? No, well, you just won't get no, the bonus, bonus point. You just won't get the bonus point. Okay. Yeah, this is bonus. Um, this will still let you keep the hint option open if you get this wrong. Wasn't it like yeah, 18 okay. or something like that? It was in the teens. Well, but don't forget, we're, well, hang on, but we're also including uh, ones from, uh, uh, from Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. I don't think so, because we're focusing on X and Y. No, no, no. This is Generation 6. In Generation 6. Okay, then it's a lot more than that. It's like 30 something. I honestly think that... I want to say it's near 50, actually. I don't know. That much? I'm going to need an answer in like 10 seconds. So, so okay. Um, Should we go with like... Yep. You can guess. Uh, Should we say like... That is unfortunately incorrect. 72 is the correct answer for the number of Pokemon uh, obtained, obviously. You guys answered that before the timer even started. Uh, the number of Megas, though, you are very close, though, Snag. You are very close with your 52. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, you just went in the wrong direction from 50. The answer is actually 48. Um, oh. there, are 40, there are 48 Mega Evolutions and 46 Pokemon capable of Mega Evolution. Um, if you wow. would have said 46, I would have allowed it. But uh, uh, just because that's the number of Pokemon that are allowed to Mega Evolve. Hey, I'll, that was still pretty close. I'll, I'll take that. It. Was pretty close. I'm I'm really impressed with that. Yeah. Honestly, uh, <laughs> uh, that that's supposed to be a little tougher to get. Okay, so moving on. Then question number three. So Generation Six has been around for a while, and even with the release of Pokemon Sun and Moon, uh, it's it's still the only worldwide release to this day of a Pokemon game. Sorry, Europe. Uh, <laughs> what was the release date of Pokemon X and Y? Do you guys know that? It was the same day as Smash, so it was November eighteen. Before no, November eighteen, this before year. Thanksgiving. It was a week before Thanksgiving. Whatever. X and Y, not Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Oh, oh snap! Oh, okay, okay, sure, sure, okay. Um, so that would have been. It was still a fall release. It was a fall release. Done this one, or do we want to do want to save it? Uh, I have was, no clue for X and Y. That was a long time ago. Oh man. Um. Yeah, let me think here. Was it October? Was it in October 12th or something like that? Oh, yeah, it was. Yes, yes, it was. Um, and then we just need the year. It would have been... Um, October 12th. 2013, right? <sighs> 2013? I think so. I'm going to say yes. Maybe? I like it. Let's go with it. Okay, October yeah. 12th, 2013. Uh, 13. Okay, so I'm going to give you guys the point. 
because that was amazing remembering. Uh, You were one day (laughs) off, however. Oh, uh, one day off? (laughs) And you're one day off. It was October 13th. Oh! Okay. Uh, Wow. Wait, let me double check because there's going to be some guy that sends an email like, Thatch doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, Thatch, Thatch, why don't you ever fact check your question? Uh, Well... Well, listener, that's yelling that in their head. If I had this wrong, it could have uh, been that I got it in a in a midnight release or something, and that's why I recorded I, well, in my okay. head that it was. The no, 12th. that could be correct, or it could it could also be uh it could also it's, be it's, that it's, I remember it's, recording I remember recording the show. It was October twelfth, actually. Oh, uh, yes, one hundred percent correct. I can't I, believe I, I remember, remember that. Thing. And I have the camera. So on. yeah, that's. So they could they, they could see that I did not cheat or anything. I just, it just built into my mind. Okay, so that is correct. October twelfth. Yep, there was a guy there that was for like a solid minute just yelling at me, telling me that I was wrong. Um, so okay, question number four. You guys are at three points. Um, All right. What is the Pokemon with the highest base speed that was introduced in Generation Six? This is not including Mega Evolutions. Oh. Yes, because there were no no Mega Evolution. All right, okay, yeah. All right. So highest base speed from the new guys. Oh man, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like Greninja would have had to been relatively fast, but I don't know if it was the no, fastest. I don't think it was the fastest. Oh gosh, and I'm just I'm trying a blank on Gen Six the Pokemon right what now. What electrics do we have? Um, uh, the Dene, I don't think it was particularly fast. Um, oh, snap. Gosh, what else was there? I can't recall. I can't either. Um, uh, was, uh, I don't think, um, It wasn't a fairy. Uh, not Aegis Slash. Um, not, although Sylveon was pretty fast, but no. it probably wasn't. What about, what about any of the legendaries? Would, uh, Xerneas or Eveltal be? No. Or uh, should we use the hint now, or save it for the next one? Or uh, man, I'm blacking out on this. I'm gonna wait let's, until the, let's, the let's, minute runs out. Um, let's take. I, I think we should take the hint. Okay, let's keep thinking until Thatch says okay. the minute is over. <laughs> okay. I, I will do that. I will. I will let you know. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, what electrics do we have? It has to have. It has normally. It's an electric type. Yeah, usually. Um, or could it, what about Talon Flame? Although that oh that yes, speeds mostly. It has to be Talon Flame. Yeah, I think so. I need five seconds. Your call, man. Do you want to use the hint anyway, or do you want to guess Talon Flame? Guess Talon Flame. Talon Flame. That is correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Talonflame was the fastest Generation 6 Pokemon introduced, not including the Megas. That, that would have been Mega Alakazam, actually. Of course. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Talonflame is actually the fastest non-Mega Pokemon introduced in Generation 6 with a base 126 speed. And then followed by that was actually uh, Noivern with base 123. Uh, Noivern, yeah. See, I felt like yeah, there were there weren't there weren't a lot of Pokemon with over base one hundred introduced in yeah, generation yeah. Uh, in generation yeah. six. Now, are Jashira just blanking out on a lot of the electric Pokemon? Or? Um, so none of the electric Pokemon from generation six made it in there. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> made it in above top one hundred or base above one base one hundred. Yeah. Except I, for Dindene. I, I immediately jump like into electric types since the two top fastest are isn't it like in well, the megas is yeah. mega manectric and non megas is electrode still i think 
Uh, Electrode is uh, top ten still, but yeah. with with Megas involved. But yeah, yeah, so it is actually Talonflame. Good job there, guys. Ooh. All right. So All right. question number five. Okay, so Mega Evolution. We're back on that big mechanic introduced in Gen six. So lots of Mega Evolutions. We just discussed. There are forty eight of them. So ten of these Mega Evolutions are of a particular type, which is also the most Mega Evolutions a particular type has. What type is it? Can you say the question one more time? So, so the most. I think I get it. That's fine. Uh, the, I, I said it in a confusing way. I apologize. Uh, so the most, the most Pokemon, the the Pokemon type with the most Mega Evolutions. What type is that? And there are ten of them. Okay. All right. I'm gonna say um, water. I, um, we got Blastoise. Okay. Uh, we got Swampert. We Blastoise, got Swampert. Uh, we counting yeah. Primals. No primals. No. Don't include oh. the primals. Okay. Um, we got uh, so. Okay. We got. What about dragon? Dragon. I feel like dragon. Yeah, I feel like dragon is, uh, especially with the second part that he said about, uh, oh. like I think it's something to the fact that like the most Pokemon in this group mega evolve. Dragon's already drawing from such a small pool. I mean, so you got you got Ampharos that turns into a dragon. You got yeah. Charizard that turns into a dragon. Yeah. You have Rayquaza that turns into a dragon. Salamence. Yeah. Um. What else? Um. Uh, Altaria. Altaria. Yeah. You've got ten uh, seconds. Do you want to use the hint? Let's Let's go for. Or do you want to guess dragon? We use the I want hint. To guess dragon and see if we can. Okay. So we're gonna go ahead. Uh, let's let's let's. Dragon. Okay, let's guess. Dragon. Uh, that is incorrect. Ah. Unfortunately, you were so close. But the answer is actually psychic. Oh. Um. Uh, psychic oh, type so... has ten mega evolutions. Uh, you have really? Alakazam. You've got yeah. Isn't that nuts? I would have Slow never bro. guessed that. Yeah. Slowbro. It's nuts. I, I when I saw the stat, I'm just like, that's really cool. You've got two Mewtwo megas. Yeah. Right. And yes. I should have. You've got you've got Gardevoir, and then you've got Metagross, Gallade. and then you've got Gallade. both Latios yeah. and Latios yeah. and Galade. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Got... Now it's all coming together. Yeah. You have a lot of psychic types that oh, just well. get megas. But yeah. All right. But you guys got four points. I know that gives Snag eight, and I know that gives Jushiro something like nineteen. <laughs> yeah. Number one again. But unfortunately, my uh, my Excel sheet exploded, so I cannot tell you where everybody stands. I know Jishiro's in first. Yeah. I think Snag takes over in somebody. And <laughs> <laughs> so there's the standings, guys. Uh, so that's, that's it for this week of po- Puckle's Pokey Quiz. We will be back at, with that uh, segment probably in actually three weeks. Because this week, this upcoming episode is going to be the uh, the Sun and Moon release. And the week after that, Thanksgiving. So there's going to be a special episode for that week um, yeah. where I, I think Shamu and I are going to get together and we're going to talk about all of the uh, competitive stuff that we know and what we think is going to happen to shake up the metagame. Nice. And people should pay attention to just, just to, to get you on the right foot for competitive Pokemon and Sun and Moon. Um and then the week after that, we'll finally get back to regular Puckle with our uh, with everything. So uh, the next two weeks, no Puckle's Pokey Quiz, unfortunately. Uh, and we'll just keep moving on then. Uh, all right. So that is it for this segment. We are going to take a quick break, guys, and we'll come back right back at you with the topic. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. 
First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today, we're going to do a look back on Gen 6, all of the things that we're saying goodbye to, and all the things that uh, we hope to see get even better in the future. So, um, I, I know you two both have controversial things to say. <laughs> so, let's, let's just open with that. Let's just open with that. Let's get so everything we open with what we didn't like about Gen 6? Okay, yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah, do that. Do so tell me what you don't like about Gen 6. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Tell me what you don't like about Gen 6, Jushiro. So, here, and this is my controversial thing. Um, I did not enjoy Mega Evolutions. I'm sorry. You're not, lying. Okay, n- done. <laughs> uh, it was fun at the beginning. Over. You have to you have to leave the show now. You can't you can't be on it anymore. Uh-oh. They started out fun and eventually just became irrelevant for me. And granted, when I say irrelevant, it because I don't play VGC, right? I don't play games. I'm a TCG that, that's one hundred percent why. That's one hundred percent. So that's why they were irrelevant. Mega Evolution. Mega Evolution was one of the biggest game changers in competitive Pokemon. I know. I know. I just it was huge. Yeah. It was just for me, it's just like, I don't want them anymore. I don't want, I want to have my regular Pokemon. I want to be able to have a, a team of six and not having to, one of those spaces have to be for a Mega Evolution because if you don't include a Mega Evolution, you're, you know, you're automatically in a disadvantage. And, I, and it reminded me too much of Digimon, which I have a problem with. And, <laughs> and it's like, it, no, it's, it's, I mean, we, you can argue, right, that C moves are Pokemon doing the same thing. It reminds me of Jokai Watch, right? The, the difference, the difference with that. Okay, I'd say the difference with Z moves and Mega Evolution for your case. I think yeah. I think this will be better for you. You'll probably enjoy this argument. Is that Z moves allow every Pokemon? Yes. To be good. Exactly. Yeah, Mega yeah. Evolution. Mega Evolution se- sectioned out those forty six species. Yeah. And made them like you're you're gonna have a team with one of those forty six Pokemon on it. Exactly, and that's why I like C moves better in that aspect. Because yes, it it's it it for me, it is definitely putting all Pokemon, including their basics and their sec- first stage, to be in equal grounds. Everyone's gonna get one. It's like Oprah, you get a C move, and you get it. everyone gets a C move. But if Mega Evolutions were just centered on those, fa- uh, you know, either those very favorite Pokemon like Charizard and Mewtwo, which they got two each one, or um, it was focused on maybe one of those that didn't get much attention the first time around. And again, this is me going back because when they were released, I was super hyped, super excited for them, like everyone else. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's amazing. But as time went by, I found myself less excited for them. And when they announced Omega and Alpha, um, all every time they announced a new Mega, it was like, uh, okay, Mega B. They literally doubled the Megas with that. They doubled the number of Megas there. Yeah, it just wasn't uh-huh. exciting. And then when this whole Sun and Moon thing came out, and deeper, one of the bigger questions like, oh, I hope they don't get rid of Megas. I was like, you know what? If they do, I really don't care. I well, they're not going to get rid of them, them. Obviously, yeah. I mean, well, like but, like little little Timmy wants his little wants his Mega Agron, okay, yeah. and you can't upset. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna be upset when when the update for Bank eventually gets delayed from January to like February. But 
Yep. You know, and whatever. I know, so I am prepared for all your hate mail. Please go ahead and email me at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and tell me how much you hate me. I, <laughs> I passed the mic to Snag. Well, I don't know. I, with, regarding Megas, I thought it was a really cool way to reinvigorate the series and, you know, give people this really fresh way to see their, their favorite Pokemon, especially, you know, how many ones from Gen 1 got Mega Evolutions. Well, unless um, your favorite Pokemon didn't get an evolution. Like Farfetch? Farfetch, everyone. It exists. It's still there. <laughs> don't forget about it, please. Uh, it's there's a it's lot only in Asia. I mean, wait, leave, leave the... <laughs> <laughs> Leave some Pokemon unevolved. Like, don't touch everything, right? I mean, yeah. okay, you messed. They messed up in a couple of places, like design wise. I'm not gonna say competitive wise, because uh, I think the, I think the biggest one of the biggest offenders is uh, Tangela. Yeah. Why Why do we need that to evolve? Yeah. Now, competitively, I'm real big Tangrowth fan. Um, but I it's just like why Why do we need you? Why Why did this have to happen? And you know what? I don't want Farfetch to just turn into a really fat duck. <laughs> okay, so yeah. so I'm okay with Farfetch just being left alone. I'm I'm glad that Megas are still going to be included. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that they will not be included <laughs> in VGC. No, no, um, that's that's where I think you you might be mistaken. Now, now, because I've heard I've heard a lot of people. I mean, Sublime is probably the only person that holds this opinion with me, but. Uh, I've heard a lot of people complain about VG616 and how like uncreative it was, blah, blah, blah. It's boring. Everybody's using two primals, blah, blah, blah. Um, but th- th- that wasn't the reason to watch. You watch because of the supports. Yeah. But I, I digress. Uh, you, so I was uh, – you know what was worse? What was literally worse was VGC16 or 15. Okay. That was that was 100% worse. Um, yeah. They, make a really good, they, make a, they make a really good pun on the Pokemon website about that, by the way. They did? Um, yeah, so if you go to the thing about the battle box and everything, in, uh, yeah. where they're talking about the online battle capabilities, they show a box, and it's got, a, it's got the typical chalk team in it. Okay. And they would say, mm-hmm. see how you chalk up against other opponents, is like the little description in it. <laughs> nice. Uh, com- Not passive-aggressive um, at all. <laughs> yeah, it's super, it's super just like... Pokemon it's staff just like, is level 100. They're just like, yeah, we know you hate this, but we let, we're, we made it anyway. Um, and so, but, well, but VGC VGC six fifteen was like really bad. Like literally, the top eight of worlds was all was everybody running chalk. Like that that was really bad. And yeah, I'm looking forward to um to Kangaskhan like uh, not being in play. Kangaskhan is it may very well be in the Alola decks. <laughs> You just you don't you don't want something like that, right? Kangaskhan has been such a beast for the past literally three years in VGC. Yeah, right? and well, not only Kangaskhan's uh, Mega gets a nerf as well. It did get a nerf. I didn't remember if that was in the data miner or not, so I didn't say it. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think it was. I could be wrong though. It was. It wasn't in the data mine. It was. Uh, but yeah, it does get a nerf. Parental bond does get nerfed. Yep. Uh, uh, the, but but the problem with that is it's it's still too good. Um, I'm going to throw that out there because that breaks focus sash still. Let me pause well, I'm... just to say to our audience that I apologize. I've been sneezing. Um, and since normally seems when we record this, Thatch is recording on his side. I only <laughs> have to make sure that I mute uh, Hangouts so it doesn't show up on the show. So I've been muting and sneezing. Not realizing <laughs> that I'm the one recording today. So you guys have had twice... Two sneezes from me during this conversation. I apologize because we're in, we're not gonna be able to go back and edit that. So oh, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. I, I, don't, sorry. Think, I, I don't think anyone would have noticed. I didn't notice. <laughs> I muted. I muted Skype. The one thing that I'm, 
One one more thing on Megas, because it does seem like Megas are, are getting phased out just a little bit. I'm really curious as to what this is going to mean for OU, because OU can make up whatever rules they want. Uh, yeah, well, I think I think they're going to let Megas and OU. I, the, OU's typically just been built upon what's already there. And okay. so that's going to be what it is. It's just going to be the Gen 6 uh, changes with the new Pokemon. Like, that's what we're going to see. We're still going to have Megas. <laughs> Megas are still going to be allowed. Like, typically, everything goes in Smogon tiers. In which case, I am totally excited for uh, for OU then, and that that's the main. main oh yeah, OU, OU's battle. gonna be a lot of fun. We're still gonna have Megas there. I mean, you might you're gonna have Z moves in there as well, right? So like you can, what I exactly. I'm I'm waiting for anything goes to just become garbage because you're gonna have Mega Rayquaza with the Z crystal. <laughs> oh, and God. it's just gonna be like anything. <laughs> oh man, good thing he's in his own tier. Uh, <laughs> good thing he's in his own tier. Wow. I, I, I'm I'm really I'm really excited to see uh, the VGC uh, 19 meta now, uh, <laughs> where they start letting you bring restricteds in, and you get Rayquaza with the Dragon Z Crystal or whatever. Wow, yeah, and and, ma- and maybe they could even extend it a little bit further and include maybe you get a, a slot for a Mega Two in later VGCs. Yeah, no, I I can see I can see was- next year. That's how they open it up. I mean, what they could what they could do to if people were really upset about the restricted Pokemon this year, and they they think this is a way to we should never do that again or something like that. Uh, what they could do is they could go. They could go this year. Ne- they can go next year. Hey, we're going to open up to the whole Pokedex. Still no Megas. And then VGC nineteen rolls around. They go okay, whole Pokedex, but Megas are allowed now. You know that'd be cool. And so they, they that creates two different mega metas. Um, yeah. So that that would be interesting to see. That would be. But I really like that they're trying to put the focus on their new me- new mechanic here, and we're not going to have to worry about Megas. It's going to be a completely different game. And it's going to be nuts. It's going to be blast, and I'm looking forward to it. So, Stag, I All hear right. that you have something to complain about Gen 6, too. Or uh, not to Gen uh, 6, towards Gen 7. Toward, yeah, I was going to say, now is my time for, for your people to, people to send me your hate mail. Um, in Generation 6, we are allowed to sit on benches. From what I can tell, that's going away in Gen 7, and it's just, it's just not acceptable. Uh, I mean... I mean, I feel like there are a lot of other things that we should be complaining about, like, <laughs> like, like what was actually removed gameplay wise. Like, what's been removed from Generation Seven is triple and rotation battles; those are both gone. Um, rumors are it's due to the graphical limitations. Yeah, nobody misses them. But you know what that could mean? I mean, this isn't confirmed, but horde battles could be a thing of the past. Mm, that could um, be. Yeah, but we are having free for all, so. Free for alls, yeah. But the thing is, there's only four Pokemon on the field there, right? Not mm-hmm. six. Yeah. Uh, I think they I think they shrunk the field so that they can have a uh, they can have a much better size. Uh, I mean, so the graphical limitations are pretty bad. Like X and Y were bad, and Oraz was bad. But like they've upped the graphs, up the graphics on the Pokemon in Generation Seven. Yeah, and now they're like pushing the 3ds to its limit. Do you and- think? That well, maybe this had something to do with the fact that maybe they were planning this to be what? Yes, <laughs> yes, I think yeah, you're thinking that they were planning think, well, to like have this to be things. only on the new 3DS, but at the very last minute, we're like, no, no. we can't go back. No, no, I don't think that at all. Oh, I don't okay. think that at all. I think it has something to do with the Switch, actually. Oh, I, I think okay. there would be, I think there, I think there's actually premise to throw a port of Pokemon Sun and Moon on the Switch, okay. I, gotcha. I wouldn't be surprised. Or maybe next version, if there is a next version of Sun and Moon, uh, maybe that's on the Switch. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the Switch was somehow involved here. Uh, I, I don't think it would have been the new 3DS because if you look at the uh, if you look at the market, mm-hmm. also Pokemon has a history of just playing on older hardware, like a lot. Yeah. There's like you know you already have the install base for this hardware. Yeah, we're gonna sell it on this hardware. Yeah, like, that's because, why. Uh, I, yeah, that's why Sun and Moon are coming out now and not waiting until March for the Switch. Yeah, I yeah. guarantee you that because they they did the same thing with Black and White. Black and White came out after the 3DS came out. And then, was that black and white or black and white too? Both, or both, both. Okay, black and white. Black and white came out after the 3DS came out because Game Freak went. There's already an install base for the DS. Yeah, and, and they so did the they same thing. With, uh, they did the same thing uh, back with uh, Gold and Silver. Gold and Silver, a uh, little known fact, could be played on a regular Game Boy. Yeah, they could. Uh, they marketed it as a Game Boy Color game, but it w- it could be played on a regular Game Boy. Um, they like yeah they were all played on the older hardware and that was that's a big thing for pokemon they they always play on the older hardware because they they they're playing it quote unquote safe and i don't know why because they're the reason people buy these systems to begin with yeah well it, it, <laughs> yeah. it is because pokemon is not just nintendo right they have their own yeah yeah they're a second party company yeah. um they well, have their po- own pokemon investors pokemon's a weird Pokemon Company is a weird conglomeration, but Game Freak is a second second party uh, developer. Which uh, comes <laughs> to say, if the Nintendo Switch doesn't sell, we might even not see Pokemon and Switch. We'll see. I I feel like I feel like Nintendo. Well, Nintendo still has like a big. They own all of the characters. Yeah. Nintendo still owns all of the characters. The trademark. So yeah. like, it's not like they can just go. Yeah, they can't just be like. Oh, we're gonna go throw Pikachu on the PlayStation. No, no, no. no but no, they no. might say, "Well, we're gonna just go ahead and make it a complete phone game." I don't. I don't see. You see, I feel like that would upset a lot of people. Like oh, it Pokemon would. Go, it would. Granted, is big, but it, like it's not. It's not the same as a traditional Pokemon game. No, and no. Go ahead. Sorry. Keep going. Go ahead. Oh no, I know that. No, no, you it, go ahead. It, it won't satisfy <laughs> us, you know, fans. But the problem still lies. If the Switch doesn't sell and there's no install base, they might just go, then we didn't want to do this, but we want to send a game where it's going to sell. And obviously there's millions and millions and billions of more cell phones than there are oh, yeah. Switches. Yeah. So they might be forced, not because they want to, because they're just forced to go that direction because there's no, if you only sell 500,000 Switch, they're not going to spend millions of dollars making a game where, where they're just going to send sell in just a fraction of that right now is we've had a really really rough 2016 mm-hmm. so let's i think 2017 is going to be a nicer year so uh the switch is going to do really well <laughs> i i think i think there's premise, it depends it de- I, I don't want to i don't want to go into too much industry talk but uh we could definitely we could definitely talk about how the switch is probably going to it depends on the launch lineup but i think they definitely learned from their mistake with the wii u there on that grounds yeah. And there's going to be a really good launch lineup because there's going to be a lot of games that are going to come out for it. A lot of ports I know are planned. And you're going to th- – that's good because then a lot of people got to play a lot of those ports mm-hmm. on the Wii U because the Wii U is such a massive failure. Oh, yeah. uh, and so, like, you're going to have games like Splatoon where people are like, yeah, this was a really fun game, but I'm not going to buy a Wii U for it. But yeah. the, you, get, you, line, you, line up, you line up Zelda, you line up Splatoon, Smash, you line Brothers. Up Smash Brothers, you line up Mario Kart, Mario Maker. you line up. 
Mario yeah, you line, you line up Mario, Mario Kart, Maker Mario Maker, to come back. and and you do all these things, and you're like, they're also portable, and then people go, okay, I'm gonna play with this, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that I mean, you're gonna load up all of those at once, and if you start bundling things together correctly, you're. I think I think the system's gonna do much much better than the Wii U. In those regards, I, I would agree. That's me knocking think, on wood. I feel like it's. <laughs> yeah, knock on wood. Knock on wood. I mean, we'll know. We'll. We'll have a much better idea January twelfth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel. I think it's. I think it's an inevitability that Pokemon will be on the Switch. In fact, uh, one of the. Yeah, it, it, it'll happen. And I yeah, think well, they, they've already. They've already said uh, the Pokemon company CEO yeah, exactly. already said that they're planning on putting a Pokemon game on the Switch. And so, what what does that mean? Uh, who knows? I mean, it, they could be like, "Oh, we're going to put Pokemon Ranger on the Switch," and it's just like, "Well, that's not fun." Uh, then you go, we're going to put some spinoff on the game. If they go, oh, we're going to put Pokemon Conquest 2 on the Switch, then you go, yeah, that sounds like a blast. Uh, why'd you make regular Pokemon to begin with? Uh, and <laughs> yeah. so, uh, but yeah, um, I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised with the, like, the rate at which they're, they plan, like the rumors of them porting things and how often the rumors have been proven right so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, because this is the leakiest ship that ever existed that we will see a Pokemon Sun and Moon port of some sort at some point to uh sandwich to dash what <laughs> port i said port sure sure <laughs> uh thatch what's what's something that you liked about gen 6 oh everything i mean okay so i <laughs> i think the competitive scene this, this kind of ties into the mega evolutions um the competitive scene i think was a much more friendly environment this time for learning to play because i i, I played competitively in fourth gen and I will say, if you go listen, if you go listen to the first episode of Puckle, I say that Torterra is a good Pokemon to run competitively. I I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that, like that is not right. Torterra was never a good Pokemon. You had that times four ice weakness. Um, and so, but e- either way, uh, Gen Five just wasn't friendly at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a uh, there hide uh, because uh, until Fairy type. The meta had this problem of creating a power vacuum all the time, especially even in Gen Four. Um, you had a you had this vacuum created when things get got banned. I've said that I've told this story several times on the show before. Um, yeah, how, uh, how like yeah? So they originally banned Garchomp, and then Garchomp got replaced with Salamence. Then Salamence became came over power, so they banned Salamence, and and that that happened again. It, it got to the point in Gen Five where they just kind of dealt with it. Um, and they're just like Hydreigon has no counters or has any has no yeah counters. He has checks but no counters. Um, and so, they, but they wouldn't move him to Ubers because if you removed Hydreigon, you were just going to have this dragon cascade of like things needing to go to Ubers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he would have removed all the all the dragon types from the game. And so, phew there and so it, what Gen Six? I mean, Fairy type is probably a contributor to this. We did a whole episode on that recently. Or maybe not recently. I, I don't remember how often we do this podcast. Um, so <laughs> so uh, we, we we did an episode on fairy type within the past year, where we where we talk about a lot yeah. of this. And so yeah, the, I remember. But overall, overall, the competitive scene was just a much more friendly environment, mm-hmm. and it was conducive to learning. It was conducive into getting into Pokemon. Now I hope Gen Seven goes along and carries this on. Makes it easier to do, and I think it will. Fairy type was pretty much the savior that we needed, despite what, whatever I said prior to Gen Six being re- <laughs> prior to um, everything. And yeah, you, prior you, pri- you or or Bo, I remember you and Bo were both like, "This is dumb. The 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 meta is balanced as it is right now. Why do we need fairy 
Yes. And take note that I wasn't super into Gen 5 competitive scene like I am into the Gen 6 competitive scene. Yeah. Like, I'm so into the Gen 6 competitive scene, I know Little Cup, okay? Like, yeah. I know Little Cup. Yeah. Uh, you are and Little just, Cup. I think one of the best things about Gen 6 is it made overall competitive Pokemon uh, accessible to all, nearly everybody. Yes, that's it. That's it. That's 100% it. And, and and you didn't and you didn't have to spend hours and hours and hours. Oh yeah, yeah no, the, uh, the breeding the breeding definitely helped. The fact that you didn't have to worry in cartridge about not having Pokemon, not having perfect IVs, was yeah. was just phenomenal. Like you can get five IVs automatically, and you know what? Hyper training now is just going to make it even easier. Exactly. And it, Pokemon such as Zapdos and stuff like that, super accessible to everybody. So yeah, if they didn't inc- like uh, with super training and horde battles and, and uh, just so many things making it uh, access of the daycare and the loops just makes it so accessible. If it was not easy to get into, I would not do competitive battling. And that's why I never did it until until Gen six. Yeah, I mean it, it. It's just been so conducive to learning, and that it's that's been one heck of a ride. Let me tell you. And uh, let us not like forget just, that artistically and graphical, it was at a huge leap from Gen Five, oh, yeah. where oh, the yeah. game was much closer as where our imagination brought Pokemon alive, right? Where you could see these creatures in front of you that no longer were just sprites; now they're full blown three D. Uh, and it models. looks even better in Gen Seven. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, just, it was something really incredible. Aesthetically, like not, I mean, sure, the graphic upgrade helps, but Kalos is probably the most beautiful region that we have so far. And mm-hmm. I, I, I know I, I classically hate on Gen Five, but I feel like with the, the the graphical limitations they had, they tried to go a little too far, and a lot of the the stuff looked terrible. Yeah, no, yeah. I, uh, um, I definitely looked. So. It, it was it looked kind of scraggly. It looked kind of wrong. It looked like a Pokemon game. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's how I felt about Gen no. Five. I mean, I, I I don't know. It's just gonna it's gonna be a wild ride. I mean, Gen Seven's gonna Gen Seven is going to flip the metal on its head. Um, I that, like you can tell that now without even looking at data mines or anything. It's gonna flip it on the head. Oh yeah. And I mean, there's some there's some good things coming. There's just some great things coming. Not only and that, in the TCG I, as well. Yeah, yeah, the TCG as well. You're 100 percent right. Let's you take should. a minute. Let's take a minute to see what Gen- G- Generation Six brought to TCG. It brought Megas, of course. Uh, yeah, it, got, it brought us Spirit Links. Um, it continued because the, that's Megas. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it continued the EX line from Generation Five. Mm-hmm. Um, it made it even worse with Megas. <laughs> <laughs> it really Gen Six in the TCG really was as good. As Gen Six in the video game, it brought a lot of things that right now are considered to be standard. That I, if they ever get rid of them, I don't know how to adapt to that. But we have to move on. Yep. Yeah, that's it, man. I mean, Gen Six. Thanks for thanks for the memories. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for all the fish. <laughs> thanks for all the fish. Thanks for the memories. Um. So, uh, yeah, you want to you want to wrap it up here? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. I got I got some words to end it with, but. One more thing that I, I don't think will come back, unfortunately, but I would love for it to. Friend Safari was fantastic. Mm. Oh my gosh, right? Friend Safari was so awesome. and gave you just that extra region, reason to go out and meet people online and be like, hey, what kind of Safari do you have? 
That's awesome. I want to. I want to get. I want to get those type of Pokemon. I remember I went to Reddit and I never Reddited before, but I was looking for a Ditto Safari, and so it just you know it was an extra step to reach out and and meet some news so you could. Uh, no, don't even talk about it. Puckle exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm not gonna lie. I mean, we're gonna, we're definitely gonna see another like wave of people when the games drop. We're gonna just see a wave of people again, but. Uh, I'm I'm really excited for that. Actually, I, we've got a lot of content planned. I've got so much content planned for December. Yeah, like you don't even know. We're, <laughs> we're going to try to grab all the people. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was we had that at Puckle. We had a, we had a thread where you went and you did friend safaris. When I hit a hundred people, we had to stop because I couldn't fit any more people in my 3ds. Uh, <laughs> and so that's that's where we were with that. Um, but we're going to have to go ahead then. Uh, I think we're going to cut it right here. Mm-hmm. And but we're not going to do a Pokemon of the episode this week. Uh, one because the meta's not going to matter a week from now, and two, give us uh, gave us a nice little bit for him. So we're going to replace that. Scrawn's going to be the Pokemon of the episode. So we're going to go to commercial <laughs> break, guys, and we will see you again at uh, at the mailbag. So we will catch you on the flip flop. Hey, it's the Rogan Roller Roller guy here to bring you another fantastic product, the Sudawuda Pet. It's a great product, and all you have to do is water it daily. Uh, uh, sir, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, watering a Sudowoodo daily will kill it. it. It's a rock type. What? It's a rock type? Since when is it a rock type? I thought it was a plant. I remember in, uh, in, in, in this, uh, copper version, uh, I was, I was playing and I'd always run into this tree. I think it was a Sudowoodo, and, and I just, I didn't know what to do after that, so I just quit. And welcome back to the show. It's your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my, I'm just, <laughs> I'm pulling your strings. It's Scrawn, and this is the second installment of Pokemon Abroad. We're, today we're going to be talking about Pokemon centers in Japan. Uh, many of you are probably familiar with these very cool shops run by uh, the, the Pokemon company slash Nintendo, in, uh, mainly Tokyo, but I believe they have a few other locations. I I've taken the liberty to visit two of these uh, locations, although uh, there are more. There are, I believe, at least more than four or five, actually, uh, throughout the Tokyo region alone. They are a very popular destination for both tourists and the residents of of Tokyo uh, itself. Uh, At the Pokemon Centers, you can buy all sorts of exclusive merchandise that you really can't get anywhere else. Uh, maybe you can get by it online. Honestly, don't really know. Anyway, I'm going to talk about a few of these things, as well as uh, some of the things uh, you can expect in terms of attractions whenever you go to one of these really cool stores. So I went to two locations. The first one was uh, noticeably uh, smaller than the second location, and it was in Tokyo Station. And for visiting tourists, this might be the most accessible shop to go- get to. Um, I, it's very closely connected to a lot of the subway lines, and you can you don't even need to leave the subway in order to go there. Uh, you can get pretty much anything you can get at any of the other locations there, although I was able to find a few of the things that had sold out at the at the other location in this location including some of the pokemon trader collection which i will talk about later now 
A few days ago, there was actually a promotion going on called the Secret Teams Promotion, in which some of the various evil teams from the Pokemon games, uh, unfortunately not Cypher from the Coliseum uh, Veil of, and Gale of Darkness games, uh, was there. But uh, from the main games, you could get merchandise from one of those six teams, uh, Rocket, Magma, Aqua, Galactic, Plasma, and Flare. Um Unfortunately, a lot of this merchandise that you could get was completely random, hence the secret part of secret teams. Uh, for example, I ended up buying two shirt packages, which which were random T-shirts that contained the insignia of one of the, the one of the six teams. Uh, the two teams I ended up getting, fortunately, no duplicates, were Galactic and Plasma. Uh, Plasma was the one I wanted the most. Uh, Galactic is cool too, you know. I, I'm not. I'm not too angry. I think anything would have been cool, and I think a lot of people share the same thing, except for Gen Wonders who only want Rocket, <laughs> which seemed to be the most popular shirt there. Um, some of the other things they had were Team Rocket hats uh, specifically. Um, you could, no, none of the other teams actually had hats, um, and Pikachu's like Pikachu plushies that were dressed up like the various team members, and <laughs> that was just absolutely fantastic. I I personally like the Team Flare Pikachu. Look it up right now if you can. It's just so adorable. It's it's in that red suit with the with the glasses and all. Oh man, that that would have been worth getting if I had uh, if I could go back in time. Unf yes, again, uh, for unfortunately, the secret teams promotion is no longer going on. It ended on the eleventh of November, and it was going on from uh, uh, late October. Uh, another fun thing about this promotion, they do they, they do these things all the time. Uh, they actually had various. Uh, workers for the Pokemon company who were mostly Japanese uh, dress up as the team leaders such as Archie, uh, Lysander, Cyrus, Maxi, Giovanni, and uh, Getsus, not in. Um, they would come on different days throughout the promotion and give speeches to the people in the store on why you should join their team. And <laughs> it was really just a fantastic opportunity. I know one of our Puckalonians currently living in Japan managed to see Archie on a day he was there. Uh, shout out to, I uh, forget your username, I'm sorry about that. Um, let's talk about my next favorite thing I encountered at the Mega Pokemon Center location, which I have saved up until this point. The Mega Pokemon Center is the largest Pokemon Center location. It's For me, it was incredibly difficult to find, unfortunately. But once you get there, it is very expansive. It has Pokemon merchandise beyond your wildest dreams. Stuff you can't even imagine that would have existed. Now... I want you to come to Japan, so I'm not going to tell you everything, but I'll tell you a few of my favorite key parts besides the secret team's location uh, promotion. Um, the first of these would be the keychain wall. On one of the walls, there were just, I want to say, hundreds of different keychain charms you could get of different Pokemon that you could stick on your keychain. I ended up getting the Clauncher Clawitzer pack because I was a huge fan of those. Uh, unfortunately, there were no Crobats, uh, much to my dismay. But you could find probably at least one Pokemon that you would have liked out of that uh, assortment. Although there were quite a few Pikachu ones. Uh, Pikachu is a very, very popular mascot in Japan. <laughs> uh, come and check it out if you get a few hundred dollars or something. Um, and um, 
Oh, yes, the Trainer Collection. This is an ongoing month-to-month uh, promotion, sort of like the Secret Teams promotion, where they have a featured trainer from the Pokemon series uh, that they make merchandise for. And this uh, last month's was Steven Stone uh, from the Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire and the original Ruby Sapphire and uh, Emerald. If you aren't familiar, Steven Stone was the champion of, of the Hoenn region in Ruby and Sapphire, uh, and he was the former champion in Emerald. Uh, he had stepped down in order to pursue, pursue his uh, dream of searching for rocks and also to accept the... Uh, to prepare for becoming the chairman of the Stone of the Devon Corporation, which his father owns, um, I believe that's at least somewhat true. Um, I ended up getting a keychain charm with uh, him, the Skarmory, and a Mega Metagross on it, and there was also a coffee cup that was entirely metal with uh, him on it and his Skarmory and Metagross on it again. I thought that was super cool. I look forward to the future Trainer Collection promotions that they do. And perhaps to close out this little segment, we can talk about the checking out process at the, at the Pokemon Center. Uh, very friendly workers. If you've ever been to Pokemon Nationals, if you've ever been to World Championships, it's very similar to that checking out process at the Pokemon Centers there. Uh, and the best part of all, they give you a Pikachu hat <laughs> every single time. And it just brightens up your day, you know? Um, if you have... Oh, one moment. I actually have a question from one of the viewers. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, here it is. Hi, Scron. Sentient Pokeball here. I was just wondering if you had looked into attending any Pokemon leagues for TCG or VGC while in Japan. I don't know how fluent you are in Japanese, <laughs> but I think that would be a really cool experience if you were able to play the games with people there and could incorporate that experience into your segment. Well, I think perhaps the easiest explanation is to say that I have looked, and they most certainly do exist, but... Playing the TCG or VGC with other people, you really, really need to be able to speak their language very well on a technical level. And card games are very, very technical. Um, like I can, in my my fluency is basically limited to me communicating ideas of things that need to be done, and occasionally understanding fast speaking language. Uh, I think I can understand the cards, uh, the writing on it, but I don't know if I'm quite at the level of TCG or VGC, but they most certainly do exist. I actually did go to one uh, that was held at my college at a a Pokemon uh, Center sort of club thing that they had set up. It wasn't a real Pokemon Center, but it was really cool. Uh, Very nice experience. I ended up talking to an older uh, Japanese woman there for a little while. Well, if you have any further questions about Pokemon Overseas, please send them to me. I'm hoping to perhaps have other uh, abroad uh, guests or native Pucalonians to countries other than the United States on in future segments. Uh, Have a Pucalicious day. And, oh, my email is bscron at gmail.com. Have a nice time. Check your inbox. 
It's time for the mailbag. And welcome to the mailbag. Uh, this is the segment, if you are new, where we go ahead and we listen, uh, we read off emails from our listeners. You can email us at pucklepodcast.com. You can also send us a cool intro like we had at the beginning of the show. Uh, I think I'm almost out of those, so please do send them. Uh, that, that one was from, I don't, he didn't give us a username when he sent it. Let me say what his name was. Uh, Ellis. Ellis, thank you very much for sending in that intro uh, today. Also, if you if you haven't, please send in an intro. It would be great. Uh, we like hearing those. I'm, I'm running low, and I like hearing your voices. Mm-hmm. So uh, we we are here with the mailbag. This is a segment where we typically ask you guys a question, and you answer it. Uh, and we read your email, and we try to get to you guys. We try to get to as many of these as we can, and we try to have some good discussion about them. So let's uh, jump on in. Our mailbag question this week was, what are some of your favorite things from Gen 6? Or what, what are you going to miss from Gen 6 when, when we switch? Um, this first email is actually from the week prior. Um, and so I wanted to jump it out there. Um, this one is from AZCRXS. I just wanted to, get, I wanted to get to this one last week, but we didn't have time. So here we go. The other day, I became a patron, and I put my digital dollar on the digital chip jar. And what was my surprise a few days later when I received an email to download what we call the official Puckle soundtrack by Bosephus and the Thunder Types. Also, yeah, that's, that's been released because we were at $200 a month for a little while, and then uh, a big fish dropped out. <laughs> so, so we're down. So if you guys can go there. Um, also, also in the Patreon, if, you hit, if we hit $225 a month, Ethan and I did record an entire commentary track for you to listen to with Pokemon, the first movie, if you would like to, I want to, so, that. Uh, that, that would sound like a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. We, you can definitely tell us get, we get more tired at the end, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was because we talked for like an hour and a half straight. Damn, yeah. And, and was that technically the second time that you guys watched that movie? That, that was the second time we watched the movie. That day. <laughs> <laughs> we went and saw it in theaters and then we watched it again on DVD. It was because we were, well we were coming up with commentary like while we were watching the movie in the theater and so I I feel like that actually like it makes it better. Whatever other podcasts are right now in the internet, no one can claim to be as much of a fan as Thatch and Ethan are able to watch the same movie <laughs> twice in the same day, one in the theater and the other in a DVD. While we were like huddled around a computer monitor, it was it was. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here we go. Um, I'm not sure if the garage punk sound from this guy was intentional, but I really like it. I wasn't donating beca- before because I felt that it wasn't a big ne- big donation. It didn't matter, but I came to my senses and that every vote contributes to making a difference. Maybe a side effect of the election season. <laughs> and now I have closing time for my morning alarm. Uh, yeah, so this is all, that album is only available to patrons, but all it takes is a dollar, and you can get it. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as live shows, you just get that; those are going to be things that stay uh, <laughs> at all levels of the Patreon. But we're talking about getting some more things in there. For the mailbag question, the catching Pokemon challenge was at the same time my favorite and least favorite part of the demo. When the NPC was giving me the chance to start or listen to the rules, I thought, "Great, they're finally making the tutorials optional." Uh, that that would be great. Uh, uh, he was telling us about his favorite part of the Sun and Moon demo. I guess that is true. I didn't notice that that they like let you skip tutorials. Yeah, that's. I hope they do that. That's a I big Nintendo jump overall because Nintendo's horrible at it. It might it might just be it might just be a demo thing though. Like we've been saying true. a few times. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's only for the demo, and so for the real game, you actually have to do the tutorial. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. Uh, 
I, I would. I hope they let me skip the tutorial. Like it's about time they let me skip the Pokemon catching tutorial. Mm-hmm. Like just let me do it. Let me do it. All right. So, uh, Snag, I'll let you get this next one from Viking. All right. Let me get that pull up. <laughs> Hello, Pokelonians. Viking here. Super stoked that I made my way into last week's mailbag. Also, I'm proud to say that I followed uh, through and became a Patreon supporter. Thank Woo! you very. Woo! Thank you very yeah, much. No, we think. We thank all of our patrons. Like patrons, like really help us. Uh, and not, I don't want to say keep the lights on, but it helps us do a lot of really cool things. It keeps yes. the website it, on, it, that's it, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it, 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 it did keep the lights on the website until uh, 2020. So I, my soul is owned until after I graduate with my PhD. Oh, your your soul is all owned forever. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> So again, thank you again, Viking, and, and all of our Patreon supporters. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you know that while listening to last week's, two weeks now, Halloween episode, I was covered in the mosquitoes of western Georgia at dusk while catching those sweet, sweet ghastly in Pokemon Go. Also, after months of searching, I hatched a Charmander from my 2K egg, uh, 2K egg and subsequently evolved him into my ultimate Charizard, Crusher. That's, that's, a, that's a great Congrats. name for Charizard. I love it. I also recently during the event uh, also was able to evolve and get a Charizard. So that's, I'm right there with you, man. And I have the Puckle Podcast to thank as this happened while listening to the podcast. Seriously, I've been looking for a Charmander for so long. Gen 6 was one of the greatest generations. Come on, guys. Charizard X and Charizard Y. <laughs> Such a fan service to fellow Vikings uh, like myself. So wait, wait. I want to. I want to do some like. I want to talk some shop here for like a couple of seconds. It's uh, clear just because that Viking just, hasn't heard any of our dishing cherry episodes <laughs> yeah. yet. So, so let's so, not break Charizard. His- <laughs> but okay, let's let's talk about how like how uh, thematic this is of just literally the Pokemon community. So we we check our statistics a lot to see like what kind of articles we should write, what kind of things we should talk about in shows and stuff like. Like that and so um okay so the other day i actually looked up the uh, the top five landing pages for our site so things that like people will search and then get to get to our website with and so number one is obviously pucklepodcast.com that's the number one website people get to that's where they start the second the second most popular landing page is the chat box perfectly fine because that makes sense it's where you interact with other fans mm-hmm. three uh was in the meta, Mega Charizard X, an article written <laughs> over two years ago. Um, number three was uh, Breaking Card, Mega Charizard X EX. Uh, an article that you wrote over a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> and number five was Snooping Out the Heart of the Cards, Mega Charizard X EX. <laughs> and that was written in 2014 as well. <laughs> it's just like, and a love for Charizard on the internet. It just can't get any bigger. And just, just watch. I uh, just watched number, number six would have been uh, my Bloom article about there being no Alolan Charizard. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, no. Like, just like the the amount of searching that just Charizard brings people to our website with is just nuts. Uh, but I I definitely agree with Viking. Gen six uh, was probably one of my favorites. I, I lean a little more toward liking uh, X and Y over Oraz. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so one of my favorite generations as well. The Mega Evolution mechanic was the most amazing addition to this generation. I'm well, sorry, next to... for dissing on it just like 20 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> well, next to my Savage Aegislash and World Tree Xerneas. 
The next generation can't even compare to, uh, except to Decidueye. Must have Decidueye. He mispronounced the Kremador. Count- uh, yeah, they, he mispronounced Wait, no, that definitely, that, No, no he, <laughs> he, he spelled he spelled Decidueye correctly. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you're mispronouncing Decidueye, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you're also mispronouncing Primarina. But I mean, anyway, that, whoa, whoa. that's beside the fun point. <laughs> anyway, no, this is... Uh, I was, I was just going to say that uh, I, I I am now firmly on, on Team Rowlet, and my Decidueye is going to be called Decidueye. <laughs> Side you die. <laughs> uh, thanks for all that you do. Uh, you and the community make my week. Protecting your freedom, Viking. Wonderful. I'm going to take this next one okay. from Ozzy. Uh, because then, uh, then Jushiro can get one. Also, oh my gosh, the font's so large. Okay, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> this is from Ozzy5629. Hello, hello, Thatch in the Puckle community. Ozzy5629 here, all the way from the UK. Recent winner of the Puckle Survey raffle. Uh, not here to Congratulations. Brag. Just wanted to show my gratitude. Yeah, he got a copy of Pokemon uh, Moon pre-ordered for him. Woo. Awesome. Fantastic. Also, thank you to everybody who filled the surveys. You sure got out of the closet. Yay! Uh, and, 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 and not and the way he... <laughs> Wait, wait. <laughs> Let's refresh that. Jushiro <laughs> was let free. Oh, thank uh, you. I'm still in there, though. <laughs> yeah, no, Snag's still in there, so review us on iTunes. I'm not actually sure where we are today. I didn't check today. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll check. You keep reading. Okay, so... Uh, First of all, need to explain, I have no imagination. Hence why I have such a poor screen name. Though one day, I may reveal what the 5629 is all about. <laughs> Secondly, a little bit about myself. I was around during the first gen. My first game was for the Game Boy, was Pokemon Red. I loved it. Played second gen. Loved it. But unfortunately, life got in the way and things fizzled out until only recently, Pokemon Go arrived. Which is a little disappointing, however. It rekindled my joy for the franchise. And now, some would say, I have caught the Caterpie again. <laughs> ah, he caught the bug. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, we got it. We got it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to explain the joke to Shiro, okay? Uh, <laughs> the Puckle community has been great and very helpful with tips and advice, even hooking me up with a 6IV Ditto, which I'm grateful for. Love listening to the show on the drive to and from work every day. So time to answer some questions. First, what do I enjoy about the demo? The, re- the revelation of no HMs is so awesome. Yeah, That's true. No HMs. Finally, it only took 20 years. Only 20 years. Only 20 years to get rid of those. Second, what I enjoy about Gen 6, well, considering I've only been exposed to Gen 6 for about three months, it's all pretty enjoyable. But the DexNav I found was pretty good tool to have in Hoenn. Anyways, considering you want to make the mailbag more of a discussion, I will end it there. Thanks again, and I look forward to being part of this cool community. Ozzy5629, maybe the Ozmeister. I I like like Ozmeister. That's a good name. Yeah, do that. That's a pretty good name. But still reveal what the 5629 is, though. Now I'm in total suspense. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, so this next one is uh, from Dennis, the DDG Maniac, and this is all on you, Jushiro. Of course, all the way from that magical island. Hi, Spooktacular Thatch and ghostly co-host. It is I, Dennis. You know who I am, but from now on you may call me as Dennis the Mimikyu Maniac. Man, that song of Mimikyu. Have you guys heard about song? Yeah, I've saw that song. Yeah, I'm aware, but I haven't listened to it, though. 
Yeah, that's enough. Well, okay, they did the slowpoke thing not too yeah, long ago so either. That's right. Like yes. they're just like they're just like a slow Jamaican jam for the slowpoke, you know. And like, I love it. Nintendo Game Freak, you know, Pokemon Company keep doing those stuff. It's I it's love amazing. when they do. A, I love when they do weird official things like that. Like the even with like the Mario Pikachu crossover that's going oh, yeah. on right now in and Japan. The Pikachu yeah, song, okay. I freaking love the Pikachu song so much. Yeah. Anyway, so they do like this weird stuff. Uh, I Keep am going. in Mimikyu Heaven. What? You haven't watched it? Yeah, we did. It's amazing. Before <laughs> I rant, here's my mailbag answer. Gen three remake was was must what was must favorite was my, my favorite. I'm just saying favorite thing in the Gen six, giving a nice touch to uh, its story, especially with the Delta episode. I have to agree with the Delta episode. I really did enjoy that. Uh, Pokemon Generation Episode 9 is the perfect representation of it. Good. Didn't was, like... Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, that was possibly my favorite uh, part of it. If, you're, if you haven't been watching the Generation Shorts on YouTube, you should definitely go check it out. Uh, the Generation uh, Episode 9, which she was talking about, which would have been, what, two, three that weeks was, ago? Because this past Friday was was number 11. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it would have been about three, about two or three weeks ago. Uh, but man, that was awesome. Uh, where the, uh, the your character uh, to spoil it, he threw an ultra ball and he caught Deoxys. It was yeah. fantastic. It, it was, was a great, great episode. Yeah. Um, and uh, didn't like the X and White rival slash friends. Uh, like the Dexnav and the post game legendary loot love. That being said, Mimikyu. Also, could someone give me Genesec code? <laughs> hashtag no game stopping Puerto Rico. Hashtag take me. Actually, we were <laughs> we were actually given some codes by another user. Uh, I think it's Rocket Agent Jamie in. Yep. Uh, so, so yeah, we can hook you up here, Dennis. We'll send you that right up. And again, yeah, for all absolutely. our listeners okay. in Puerto Rico, just feel free to e- give us an email and we'll send it over uh, and give some love to you guys. Oh yeah, they're all in Puerto Rico. That's true. I totally forgot. No game stops. Yep. No game yeah. stop whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Uh, you want to grab this last one, Snag, from Hanakane? I would love to get this one from Hanakane. It's been a, been a little while since we've heard Hanakane. Yeah. <laughs> love him. Right. Dear Puckle, it is 0045 here, which means it's like 1245 in the morning. Uh, here where I live, and I have to get up early tomorrow morning to do another 10-hour shift in my 60-hour week. I'm absolutely exhausted since I spent most of the day standing, but uh, since it's the last podcast before the official Sun and Moon uh, release of Sun and Moon, I just wanted to check in. Uh, that's good because we didn't want to make sure you weren't dead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's just how, it, like, like, you know how you can't go with the cell, without a cell phone anywhere or people think you're dead? This, this is the equivalent. If you don't email in, yeah. we just assume. Uh, Honestly, I haven't, I haven't really heard much from Hanakani since Summer League, so... But. Yeah. You know, he's he's pretty involved. I really enjoy it. And this comes he, to he's show you, we remember all of you guys, man. All of you we guys. We do. We do, honestly. We remember everybody. <laughs> I'm so psyched for the games and can't wait to start trading and battling with other Pokalonians. My life is definitely in low, uh, in low right now, being temporarily estranged from my wife who can't get a visa to come over to the UK for at least another seven months oh. and me working for six, uh, six days a week to make that happen. My heart's to you. Kind of, my heart's to you. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree. Yeah, I, I don't even want to imagine. So, yeah, our, our hearts go out to you, and we hope that mm-hmm. that uh, Get resolved gets resolved immediately. Soon. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I had that happen, essentially, for like a year and a half. So, I, I understand. 
Until then, it's a very lonely and frankly distressing time for me, and that's why I'm looking forward to rekindling some old friendships and establishing some new ones in Slum and Moon coming out and bringing all us Puckle fans together again. Now, Please do. Yeah, we're, uh, you know, the, there's usually at least someone in the chat box for you. and uh, Not to uh, mention the UUTC is going to happen soon. Yep. And uh, I'm sure Thatch will uh, remind us about the, the, chat bo- the chat box meetups we have as well at the end. So. Yep, absolutely. We all need to be together now more than ever. Sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, that will hopefully help me cope with uh, the toughest time of my life so far and drag me from uh, the valley to the peak. Can't believe it's finally going to be here. It's going to be great. See you all in Sun and Moon. Hanakane. All right, and that is going to be it for our mailbag. So we're not going to have another mailbag segment. I don't know if we're going to do it for two weeks or three weeks. I haven't decided yet. Uh, but what, we, what I want you guys to do is I want you to send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, and I want you to tell us your favorite thing about Pokemon Sun and Moon. I will mm-hmm. remind you that at the end of the episode next week, and if we don't do it the week after that, the week after that as well. Um, it depends on how that – I haven't decided how the show for Thanksgiving is going to go yet. probably won't be like a real show since uh, – we're going to be recording it in the middle of a week. There's not going to be a lot of time to send your emails in, but you could send them in this week, I guess, instead. Um, we'll see how it goes. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Super exciting. Um, all right. Super exciting. This is Sid, Sun and Moon comes on Friday. We are mm-hmm. on the finish line. The waiting yeah. is almost over. So I'm looking forward to see you guys uh, next weekend on Saturday at Saturday, 2 p.m. Eastern in the Puckle chat box, listening to the show live. We're going to go for two hours. It's going to be a really, really good show. I'm very excited. Yep. In the meantime, uh, snag, in the meantime, I'm going to have Snag tell you some numbers here real quick. But uh, go follow us on Twitter at Puckle Podcast. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Puckle Podcast. Show your Puckle pride. Uh, follow us on Tumblr at pucklepodcast.tumblr.com. And subscribe to our subreddit, r slash Puckle, where you can talk to a lot of other Puckalonians. Sometimes I fly is going to, uh, I don't think he's going to be able to write an article this week uh, the, on the Pokemon of the episode, unless he wants to do Scrawn. Um, I'm sure he's a poison type. <laughs> yeah. uh, and of course, you can, uh, you can always do, you can always check us out there. You can review us on iTunes, please. So uh, Snag can do his podcast. We need 250 of those. I'm not sure where we are today. I just checked a moment ago. We were at 241. That means we are only nine, nine, uh, nine away, nine reviews away. Which I'm not sure how long we can, how soon we can get this going. But I bet I'm sure there are nine of you who are listening to this who have not reviewed us on iTunes yet. Mm-hmm. And you can put us over the limit, and we could potentially have an episode. Uh, I may be overstepping my bounds here, Thatch. We could potentially have an episode before the end of the year. Yeah, no, yes. I agree. Let's I agree. celebrate. We probably Let's have celebrate. Have Let's celebrate Sun and Moon. It comes on Friday. We need nine of you out there to go in. Give us a review on iTunes so we can release Snag, have that extra show for you guys. Please go ahead to iTunes and immortalize your love for me and also Puckle. <laughs> just just leave the news about you, sure. That's fine. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of eating poffins. That's all fashion. <laughs> So please, guys, uh, and go it's also and do the that. cheap possums. The batch doesn't give the good ones away. <laughs> please do that. Uh, but thank you to those of you who have done that. Um, we it helps us out a lot. It helps people find us, and it's going to make it easier for people to find us. One Sunday Moon do drop, but yeah, if we can get nine of you to go in there, I know it's a horrible program. Oh, uh, but yes. if you can go in there, review us on iTunes. Uh, just nine of you left, it would be fantastic. And even if there, if you go in there and you already see it's at two fifty, just leave us one anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For when um, we it, plan it, the it, next it, show, it's easier to get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when I go, we need 275 guys. Uh, <laughs> We're already halfway there. Uh, 
uh, please do review us there. Um, it helps us out a lot. In the meantime, like we've been, I, I don't want to be like tooting our own horn, but please go check out Patreon.com mm-hmm. uh, and feel like giving uh, some tips there. Um, it helps us out a lot. It really, it really does. We really appreciate it. And uh, we, we love, don't, don't donate if it's the difference between you eating well, and not eating. Debatable. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that what? don't listen to Shiro don't do that uh, uh, um, yeah thank you thank you to those of you who are donating and I look forward to meeting all of you who who plan to donate in the future so uh, and, uh, that, that so is a quick all- reminder um, December 1st is going to be the first time uh, first episode where Pickle TCG cast will be twice a month so stay yes. tuned for that for our first there's going to have have a brand new format it's going to be a lot of fun we're going to celebrate our number one uh, bi-monthly TCG cast so stay tuned for that yeah alright so, so that Shiro, you can hardly stand it <laughs> yeah I already have that uh yeah no <laughs> no uh so yeah thank you everybody um just keep on listening hope to see you guys next week at the live show so i am trainer thatch i am lord jashiro and i am professor snag and here in the lavender town radio tower it's closing time deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.